It is time for the Tan and J-Man Show, the final episode of 2022. Unbelievable how fast this year went. Fastest moving year of my life. It seems like we've been saying that since about 2016 <laughs> I on. I think uh, everybody says that as, as they get older, but yeah. uh, it's been quite a quite a year for both of us personally and quite mm-hmm. a year in sports that we're going to hit on here in a little bit. We're going to look back on our bowl predictions and maybe talk about some athletes that stood out in 2022, some teams that stood out in 2022 and then yeah. and next week we'll we'll go into our 2023 bowl predictions next week. So. <laughs> Joy. Yes, always. <laughs> always. Yep. But we have a big birdie or bogey this week, Josh. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. You get this right. You win the uh, birdie or bogey crown for 2022. You get it wrong, and we tie. Yep. Um, might as well just mark a tie. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There, this is a question that there is no par. It is a birdie yeah, or a bogey. Yeah, you couldn't give me a par. So, no. so it's NFL related. Okay. Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, uh, came back the other night and won 19-16 to in overtime, which was Tom Brady's 14th career win in an overtime game, including the playoffs. Mm. That ties him with what other quarterback for the most all-time? Most overtime wins ever. So the most overtime wins ever. Man, I have no idea. Zero. I don't even have a guess <laughs> right now. But Well, you bogey. get the whole hour to think about guesses, so. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because I literally forget the trivia question all the way through until the very end. I do too. Um, so I do too. <laughs> have, yep. Have have all hour to forget about the trivia question. But Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies. Get your veggies. Not too early. Let's start thinking about it in 2023. Mm-hmm. By any means necessary. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and why don't you hit me up with this, some of that on this day? Because I know a lot of our portions is going to be talking about NFL and, and uh, the year of 2022 and a few other things. So Education on this day in 19... 19- 19, man, it's a bad on this day. Uh, 1959, the National Football League Championship was played at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore where the Baltimore Colts beat the New York Giants 31-16. to Colts scored 24 straight points in the fourth quarter. Baltimore Colts, Colts always good, good when uh, we get some Baltimore Colts on, the, on, the, on this yeah. day. <laughs> Who won the 28th Heisman Trophy on this day in 1962? Ooh, 62. Uh, Stallback. Roger Stallback. His name is Terry Baker, Oregon State uh, quarterback. I could have gone all day and night and uh, not got that one right. <laughs> On this day in 1964, the NFL, the National Football League Championship, was played at Cleveland Stadium where the Cleveland Browns shut out the Baltimore Colts 27-0. It was the last championship win by a major league Pro sports team from Cleveland until 2016 NBA uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Dude. Who gets the next one in that city? Cavs, Guardians, or Browns? It's got to be Guardians. Yeah. I don't see the Cavs doing it anytime soon. It's so tough in the NBA. You have to have a superstar. And they have Donovan Mitchell, but I don't know if he's a guy that can go win you a championship without quite a bit of help around him. And it's not exactly a destination for uh, free agents at all. Unless LeBron wants to come home again, which who knows? And the Browns didn't capitalize on that momentum they no. had going a few years ago. Yeah. On this day in 1974, who won the 40th Heisman Trophy? 74. Big Ten player. It's not Archie. I think he was after that. It's probably somebody from Michigan. I have no idea. It is Archie Griffin. <laughs> On this day <laughs> in nineteen in nineteen 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 eighty seven, Steve Largent set the all time NFL record for career catches when he caught a seven hundred fifty second pass. It's pretty good for uh, the got, Seahawks. 
Yeah, guys do that in about their seventh year anymore. Get to 752. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. On this day in 1991, the Cincinnati Bengals hired Dave Shula, Don's son, as youngest NFL coach, 32 years old. That'd still be pretty young. I mean, you got some coaches in their 30s right now, but that's still, that's really young. Yeah. That's going to do it for on this day uh, this week. That is the final. Yes, that is the final on this day for the year of 2022. We want to thank our sponsor of the on this day segment in 2022. That is Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned custom woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina, but with Indiana grassroots. They make everything from custom signs, the growth charts, and more. Makes the perfect addition to any home office, man cave, garage, etc. They can do anything from military signs, sports teams, growth charts, like I already said. So uh, check out some of their recently completed projects on Facebook or on Instagram at Mooney Woodcrafts. And for custom orders, contact them at MooneyWoodcraft at gmail.com. Sir. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's talk some NFL right off the gate tonight. Let's do it. NFL, three winners, three losers for you for week uh, 16 of the NFL. My first winner is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, seven and eight, not a playoff team, but they're probably going to get in because the Tennessee Titans are toast. They are absolutely toast. But Jags took care of business uh, last Thursday night against the New York Jets. Um only giving up three points to the Jets. I think the Zach Wilson era in New York is over already. Um, Jags uh, beat Baltimore. They beat Dallas. They uh, blew out Tennessee, and now they beat the Jets. They're uh, they're probably going to win that division. I think they've played like a playoff team the last two months. They have. Trevor Lawrence uh, specifically has played really well the past couple months. If they like can the make the play- turned on. If they can make the playoffs this year, then. That's ahead of expectations, and watch out mm-hmm. AFC South because I think they could take control of that division for the next five or so mm-hmm. years. Agreed. I did not have them down, but that's a good one. One of my winners is the Green Bay Packers. I wrote them off. You wrote them off. Mm-hmm. About everybody wrote them off, and here they are, two weeks left in the season. And it looks like they might end up sneaking into playoffs, and I would not want to play them in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they went into Miami. And uh, got it done in a game. A lot of people were picking the Dolphins. Um, I didn't watch much of the game. But, um, yeah, I, I was hoping we could write these guys off. I'm tired of them, but mm-hmm. uh, here they are, late December, still, making a push. Yeah, they still have quite a bit that needs to go their way. But uh, looking at their schedule, they could easily win their next two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're you're, you're not going to – I haven't believed in the Giants all year. I haven't believed in the Commanders. Seahawks, none of those teams. So it's yeah, probably going to be the Packers. Crash the earth. Um, so. The Packers will would be a scary seven seed because the two seeds, either Dallas or Minnesota, they can easily beat Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, if I'm Dallas, I don't want to play Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely no. do not want to play Aaron Rodgers. No. Um, doesn't end well for Dallas when they play Green Bay in the playoffs. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't does end well for Dallas when they play a majority of teams right. in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Cowboys, they are one of my winners as well. Mine too. Um, Yep. And I, I know they played Gardner Minshew, who looked pretty good, mm-hmm. um, but they found a way to get it done against a good defense, putting up 40 points. Um, they, uh, they're they playing some decent football right now. I know they did just lose to Jacksonville, um, but um, they're going to be a tough out. But again, I don't think um, Dak Prescott's a guy that can go win you a Super Bowl. Yeah, if, if they don't at least win one playoff game. It's a failure. McCarthy's probably out. Yeah. Um, heck, he might be out if they don't make the Super Bowl. Just because, And he's not done <laughs> yeah. a bad job at all. It's just I think Jerry Jones has his sights set on Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. Sean Payton's going to have some options, I think, if, if, if he does indeed want to get back into coaching this year, which sounds like he is if he's already establishing his uh, potential staff, coaching staff. But, yeah, good good win for the Cowboys on, on Christmas, um, Christmas Eve, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last winner is Pittsburgh Steelers. 9-2. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. They need a lot to go their way to get in. But the way they've played um, here the past few weeks, Kenny Pickett's looked like looked pretty good. He, he struggled yeah. early, but he's 
he's looked like an NFL quarterback here the mm-hmm. past few weeks. They got to be pretty encouraged by that. So, yeah, they get the win on uh, Franco Harris night. Franco Harris passed away just a couple days before the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. So they wear some throwback jerseys uh, from that era. Place was pretty pumped up, and they get a last-minute touchdown to beat the Las Vegas Raiders, which is nice to get the Raiders out of the playoff conversation and uh, mm-hmm. keep the Steelers around. You know, if they lost that game the other night, it was Tomlin. It was going to be Tomlin's first losing season in the 15 years he's been at the helm in Pittsburgh, and they could still have a winning season, but they're uh, they're hanging tough, man. They they're got they got that winning touch. They got that winning culture. So. Mm-hmm. Uh- Three losers, Detroit Lions. Um, yep, they're on my list. Just when it's in, they got the momentum. Everybody's kind of pulling for them to make the playoffs. They won six of the last seven. They go into Carolina and get <laughs> shellacked. The score was yeah. closer. The final score was closer than the game really was. They gave uh, up. I think it was two hundred fifty yards rushing in the first half. Uh, Chuba Hubbard and. Um, Dante Foreman's the other guy. They both had over 100 yards in the first half. Russia. That's not a recipe for success um, no. by any means. So, yeah, I don't think the I don't think the Lions are getting in the playoffs now. Uh, no, they might not yeah, win the next two I, games. I don't think so. um, one of my losers, Tennessee Titans. Mine too. I think you read my notes this week. You son of a gun. Mm. <laughs> um, Malik Willis ain't it. Um, you can't hand it off to Derrick Henry 40 times and gonna win a game. You can't lose at home to Houston. You, you, you just can't do it, regardless of who's quarterback. Um, score 14 points against one of the worst defenses in football. Um, give, give up a, what was a 93-yard touchdown drive or something that ended up giving uh, Houston the win. That was embarrassing. The Titans just aren't a franchise I can take serious as serious Super Bowl contenders. I mm-hmm. just can't. I mean, they've had solid years, but they never scare you. Even when they make no. the playoffs, really, and they've made AFC Championship games. I know they made the Super Bowl and lost to the Rams back in 2000. Or 90, uh, 2000 was the Super Bowl. It was 99 season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think Vrabel's a really good coach, but I could see him four to five years from now not being there and getting yeah. fired just because he couldn't get over the hump. But they're yeah. just one of those franchises I don't I don't know. They're, they're yeah. solid, but I just don't take them too seriously. They're kind of in quarterback purgatory right now because yeah. uh, they gave that big deal to Tannehill. It looked good the first two years. Now it, he's been injured this year, and he hasn't been that effective. And then their rookie, Malik Willis, doesn't look like the guy. I know it's early, but still, he hasn't looked good in his limited time At he's least played. they didn't waste a first um, or second round pick on him. Yes, that that's the one saving grace, Yeah, um, the one silver lining with that. But uh, – yeah, it, it looks like it could be Jacksonville's division for uh next few years at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh my final loser is the Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, Jets lose Thursday night, Patriots lose Saturday, Dolphins beat the Packers, and all they need is one win or a Jets and Patriots loss. And that's it the rest of the way. Um to get in, and their playoff odds would have been at ninety two percent like very likely get in uh, up 20 to 10 offense, moving the ball at will. Uh, and then uh, Raheem Mostert fumbles and completely changed the complexion of the game. Cause they're going down to make it probably a 13 point lead. If not a 17 point lead right before halftime Packers get a field goal as clock expires and they get ball after half, go down and tie it. It's just, it just felt like game over right then. And then now Tua gets concussed on a play or at least he has concussion symptoms and it looks like it happened on a play in the first half. And he was just complete garbage in the second half through three interceptions uh, after looking so good in the first half. Uh, This is his third concussion. If it's a legit concussion, even with his symptoms, I don't think any doctor in their right mind should clear him to play the rest of the year at all. Um, And who knows if this might be, the straw that broke the camel's back and he ends up just saying, you know, it's not worth it. I'm going to hang it up. Um, of course we, we don't know um, his thought process in that. Cause he almost did hang it up after getting uh, concussed against uh, Cincinnati and getting knocked out. So um, dolphins, honestly, their playoff odds didn't change it really at all. Losing to green Bay. Cause it all comes down to, you have to win in new England. Um, and then if the jets lose at Seattle, you're in, Um Problem is they're gonna pro- they're gonna have to do it with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean that's the reality of the situation. Um, which which Teddy's good enough to beat a Jets team at home, and I think he's good enough to beat this New England team on the road. Um, 
The issue is uh, Dolphins offense is good. Like we know that they have the best wide receiver duo in the NFL, the fastest for sure. Um, the defense has given up more points than any team in the AFC this year. That's an issue. They trade for Bradley Chubb and for the most part invisible. Um, Jalen Phillips has been really solid. Their secondary is just beat to shreds. Um, they have one legitimate starter out there right now, and that's Xavion Howard. And honestly, he hasn't been that good this year. Um, Byron Jones hasn't played a snap. Brandon Jones tore his ACL the game I was at in October. Um, Nick Needham blew out his Achilles in week three. Um, they're playing with just a bunch of special teamers out there, and it looks like it too. Um, they're just they're they're getting torched. They're not getting a pass rush with four. They have to blitz. Aaron Rodgers tore apart the blitz. Uh, when the Dolphins blitzed, he had a 111 passer rating. When they didn't, he had a 29% passer rating or, or a 29 passer rating uh, on Sunday. So even if they get in, they'd have to go to Kansas City and they'd get absolutely annihilated. Um, they haven't been since 2016, so I want them to get in, obviously, but it, it makes it less fun um, knowing two is probably not going to be um, playing the rest of the year. And last time Dolphins did make the playoffs, their starting quarterback tore his ACL. Yep. Their backup had to play in the playoffs and actually led him to the playoffs. Matt Moore did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Teddy, time to step up, play for your hometown team, and uh, somehow find a way to sneak in. But if they miss the playoffs, I think their GM needs to be fired. Um, if Tua decides to retire, they now have no first-round picks next year. Uh, so uh, uh, this very talented roster uh, the past uh, – they went winless in December for the first time since 93. I know they had a tough schedule, but still. Um, it, w- it was a bad day Sunday. Yeah. No, you you uh, you put it all in pretty good words there. I they, they are not my third team on my loser list. I, I thought about putting them, but I figured you might. So I was going to let you take the ball and run with it, and you did just that. My third loser, though, is my NFL team. The Denver Broncos. Yes, I'm putting a 4-11 and team on my loser list because of how they lost on Christmas Day. 51-14 to to a team that's not good out there in L.A., the L.A. Rams. Just absolute embarrassment from start to finish. The um, fighting on the sidelines. Fighting on the sidelines. I mean, your community man of the year, your Walter Payton nominee, is fighting <laughs> with the backup quarterback on the sidelines. Uh, yeah. Got guys throwing punches after the game. Uh, Randy Gregory, that idiot. Uh, good signing there, George. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a mess, man. They, that was the most embarrassing loss since they lost to the Oakland Raiders at the time in 2010 with a similar score, 50 something to like 10 or 14. Uh, that was a home game back in 2010. I remember leaving Buffalo Wild Wings at halftime of that one. Uh, but I did watch the whole thing just because it was on. Um, you know, you got Patrick Starr making fun of uh, Russell Wilson on an interception. That was pretty and, funny. That was pretty and, funny. And, and it was due. I mean, he threw three awful interceptions. He just – I just I, – I don't even know what to say anymore about his play this year. It's been so bad. And then they fire Nathaniel Hackett with two weeks left in the season. The only thing I can think of is they wanted to get ahead of the other teams that might be looking for a coach. And from uh, owner Greg Pinner's comments today, he wasn't planning on making this move. And then not only did the game go the way it was, all the other issues in the game, like you said, the fight sure. on the sidelines stuff, he just was ready to pull the cord. Right. Um, he did say he's going to take the coaching search in his hands pretty much. He's not really going to let George Payton. George Payton's going to have some influence, but from the press conference today, I think George Payton's on about as thin ice as you can be after only two I'm, years already. Yeah, I'm surprised, honestly, that he wasn't fired as well because that Wilson deal looks awful. Yep, uh, and that's that's honestly it set him back multiple years. Well, and you know, at the time, everybody was praising it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I don't think Russell Wilson's camp agrees to any deal if there wasn't some extension in place. I right. think it was all talked about up front, and everybody knew it was just dotting the i's, crossing the t's to get it done and publicly announced. Um, I still think Nathaniel Hackett, the signing or the. Hiring Nathaniel Hackett was to try to get Aaron Rodgers. They can play it up as much as they want that Russell was playing A, but I think he was playing B. And when they found out that Rodgers wasn't going to happen, they made the leg movement and all the work to make Russell happen. And, yeah, like you said, it set them back. I mean, they could cut ties with him, but there's $107 million of dead dead money right there. Not going to happen. He's, you're at least stuck with them through next year. Even then, 
if you cut ties, I think it's $49 million of dead money. Pretty big hit even there going into 2024, but you could make it happen. But I think legit, realistically, they're stuck with them for at least the next two seasons. Hopefully, whoever they hire can find something to pull out of them. Hopefully, there's something still left in the tank. Not sure, really, at this point. Um, the Broncos have been really injured, too, as well. Um, Tim Patrick, one of their better wide receivers, goes out before the year even starts. Javante Williams, starting running back, goes down week four or five. Left tackle Garrett Bowles goes down around, around the same, I think, the week later against the Colts. Uh, they've had de- defensive pieces go down here and there. So, pretty injured team and just not enough depth to overcome those injuries. And uh, I'll start making my Twitter list of uh, my top five candidates here shortly. I've done this way too many times since 2016. Uh, Vance Joseph lasted two years. Vic Fangio, three years. And Nathaniel Hackett, one year. All since 2016. Before that was Gary Kubiak, two years, which which went fine, including the Super Bowl championship. But, uh, yeah, seven years after the Super Bowl of not making the playoffs, it's getting pretty old. I'm getting pretty old fast. Yeah. And uh, at least they don't have to worry about money being a factor in the coaching search because they got that Walmart money. So if they want to take a swing at Sean Payton or a Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, they'll take a swing. doesn't mean they'll land the guy, but I don't think money's going to be an issue. Um, Nathaniel Hackett is only the second NFL head coach to be fired before his final or before his first season ended. Um, Urban Meyer last year was the only other one. The other ones resigned. Uh, Lou Holtz, and then there's another guy. Um, um, well, um, Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino, and then there was also another one, too. There was five mm. that didn't finish their first year, but you're right. The two were fired. The other three were um, yep. left on their own. So. Yeah. It was going to happen in two weeks regardless. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and they fired sure. their special teams coordinator and their offensive line coach yesterday, too. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, they just did. It looked like a one and done by about week seven. Yeah. That's pretty early. Eight losses that. by uh, one score mm-hmm. or less. That, that'll that do it to you, which is, yep. you know, flip some of those and you probably still have a job. So, yeah. Uh, before we get into pick them, I have word association here for you. Um, I talked about Ty Hill and Jalen Waddle, so that mm-hmm. got me thinking. Best wide receiver duos, no notable wide receiver duos, I should say, starting with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Cheetahs, and I know that's uh, I know that's uh, Tyreek Hill's nickname, but mm-hmm. yeah, these guys are faster and fast. They make fast people look not so fast. Yeah, um, they've been fun even from an outsider standpoint to watch, and so I can't imagine being a Dolphin fan and enjoying these guys probably for years to come. Yeah, Waddle, 84-yard touchdown on Sunday. Um, no one was even close. It was a little crossing around. He just gone. I've never seen and, – and, and Tyreek Hill caught up to him and started blocking for him. And Waddle's <laughs> yeah. one of the fastest guys in the NFL, and Hill yep. was right there with him. Um, as we know, Hill's pretty fast. But uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. Oh, man. Um, one of the more solid duos of our time. Uh, and both of them, I mean, weren't overly athletic, weren't overly fast, but they're good route okay. runners, and and they caught, especially Marvin, caught about everything mm-hmm. in in sight. Um, but they had great chemistry with Peyton Manning from day one, and that's why they both played. Well, Marvin played for one team his whole career, and Reggie, I think regular season games he only played for once. He signed with the Patriots, but I don't think he ever made it through camp. Yeah, I don't know. I could be mistaken there, uh, but uh, he might have. I yeah, maybe he did play with the Patriots a little bit, but uh, but needless to say, both of them were Colts for a majority mm-hmm. of the career. Randy Moss and Chris Carter knew this one was coming up. Uh, this is a duo we grew up watching, just like we did Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. But Randy was the entertaining one, and Chris was the reliable one, mm-hmm. the consistent one. But uh, yeah, those two with Cole Pepper, man, those teams are fun to watch and. Pretty, incre- pretty incredible they never made the Super Bowl. It looked like they were going to, and then they got blanked by the Giants in the yeah. NFC Championship. Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. Greatest show on turf. Uh, Kurt Warner, you know, with those guys, and then Marshall Falk. Uh, you know, Holt got more of that. He was more of the headline maker with this play, but Bruce, once again, was Mr. Consistent. And, yeah, these are these are taking me back to some good one-two punches here. I like it. <laughs> uh, another current duo here, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Yeah, T. Higgins has really come on the last couple yes. of years. Jamar Chase, you know, had that chemistry with Burrow at LSU, and everybody was freaking out about him having drops in the preseason, and he made everybody forget about that by about week three of the regular season. Uh, 
Yeah. Burrow's got a nice little core to throw to. He got Boyd yeah. there too. Yeah, he does. So. Uh, Dolphins duo here, the Marks brothers, Mark Duper and Mark Clayton. <laughs> I got nothing I for you. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, Marino's duo. I figured um, there back in the day. I was like, I got nothing for yeah, you. Yeah, I think it was Duper caught 18 touchdowns in 84. Uh, he did have the record or tied the record anyway uh, for single season. Then Moss obviously broke it. Um, I'm pretty sure that was Duper. It might have been Clayton. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that they called him the Mark Spurs. That was, it, was probably, it was the best duo of the 80s, probably, um, outside of maybe Jerry Rice and John Taylor. But uh, yeah, the Marks Brothers. I, I threw that in there just so I could talk about them a little bit. Um, Jerry Rice and uh, Terrell Owens. I forgot those two even really played together because they Rice was at the end of his career and Owens was at the young start of his mm-hmm. career. But, yeah, uh, Jerry Rice, the greatest wide receiver to ever lace up a pair of cleats. And then T.O., love him or hate him, he was good everywhere he was. Always a headline maker. But yep. he uh, just got the job done. I mean, he played in the Super Bowl on a broken freaking ankle. So yeah. uh, with nuts and bolts, literally bolts and screws uh, holding that ankle together against the Patriots in a pretty valiant effort. But uh, always had your popcorn ready when T.O. was oh, yeah. playing. And, and Jerry played till he literally couldn't play anymore. T.O. So. thinks he can still play. He even said uh, this week uh, he can still play. No thanks. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. Yeah, this was a good one. Um, was, Bolden was still there on that. Uh, NFC Championship team, right? With Kurt Warner, that lost to the Steelers, or was he already on the Ravens by then? No, he, I'm pretty sure he was still. In okay, Arizona. but yeah, they they led the Cardinals to somewhere they had never been before in the Super Bowl, and darn near mm-hmm. beat the Steelers. Uh, Fitzgerald, what I love about him, he was a one team guy. He stayed mm-hmm. with them his whole career, and then was a free agent this past year and decided to retire. Um, they were both consistent. Bolden was tough. Fitzgerald was going to catch everything in sight. Both of them stayed relatively healthy, except Bolden got his face smashed, which was extremely yes. scary. <laughs> yeah, against the Jets, I believe. Yep. Um, but yeah, those two guys um, made a franchise that was not very good pretty relevant. Yeah, Bolden, like he's one of the more underrated players of his era. Like he's like a borderline Hall of Famer. Yep. He was good. He was uh, good there for a while. Uh, last one here, and I threw this on there for you: Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, uh, Peyton Manning made both these guys. I mean, Demarius did have a big play against the Steelers in 2011 mm-hmm. in the in the playoffs with Tim Tebow, which was Tebow's last NFL touchdown he threw. He didn't ever throw one for the Jets or the Patriots or the Eagles. But, uh, yeah, I mean, rest in peace, Demarius Thomas. Um, left us too soon last year. But neither guy's a Hall of Famer, but they're both really good NFL wide receivers and two of the better Broncos of all time. Uh, Emmanuel got better and better, it seemed like the years with the Broncos, and then they trade him away just to get something for him to the Niners. He ended up playing Super Bowl there, then played for the Bill, the Saints and the Bills, and then hunted up this year and signed a one-day contract with the Broncos. So, But, yeah, two guys that put in the work with Peyton, uh, throwing Eric Decker there and then uh, Wes Welker, and I know I know Sanders wasn't with those three, but that was a heck of an offense they had in 2013 until they ran into Seattle in the mm-hmm. mess of a Super Bowl game. But uh, I was hoping you'd put those two on there. I was going to yes, say, sir. if you didn't, that was the two that was probably my favorite from from uh, my Bronco fandom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good yep. list. That was fun. That was fun. And we, fun. And we want to thank Proforma Print 2 Promo Group, who's been the Word Association segment sponsor this year in 2022. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting in 2023, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. NFL Pick'em. Due to the Green Bay Packers win against the LA Rams last Monday, we tied that week, which means I clinched the regular season, but you annihilated me this week. Did I? I didn't uh, even I didn't yeah, even keep you, track. You uh, beat me pretty handily. Um, well, I'm going to try to close the gap and lose yeah. only by one here. I'm going to try yes. to close out 2022 <laughs> strong. <laughs> Starting Thursday, they're still doing Thursday nights, which I appreciate because they used to stop them like, yep. I don't know, before Christmas. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Tennessee Titans. I got the Cowboys for 10. We kind of hit on it earlier. We're not believers in the Titans, but Titans at home can keep it close maybe, but Cowboys for 10. Uh, I have the Cowboys for 15, um, especially with no Tannehill, I don't think. 
Tennessee has a shot. Arizona Cardinals with Trace McSorley at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons for eight. This game's going to be unwatchable. Yeah, I, I have the Falcons for seven. Um, Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Um, yeah, okay. I, you just said seven. That threw me off because I looked up. I got the Lions for seven. No. <laughs> um, I think this will be a pretty good game. I If Detroit would have won last week, I would have put more confident points on them this week. But uh, the Bears are weird lately. They're keeping games close until the fourth yeah. quarter, then they get smoked. So. Yeah, the uh, I, I have the Lions for six. I think Bears will run all over the Detroit Lions, but Goff might throw six touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, one of those deals. Um, and they get to play in a dome and not minus twenty wind chill factor like the Bears had to um, against the Bills on Saturday. Um, Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs for sixteen. What's yeah? What's there to say? They're going to make it. 15, 16 or whatever it is at this point against the Broncos. It's yeah. going to be, it's not going to be close like it was in Denver. This is going to be a shellacking of shellackings. That, that was, that was a pretty easy 16 point or two. No, <laughs> I did it a couple one. weeks ago. I, I've picked against Denver for the most confident points so many times this season. You know, I'm laughing at myself. Um, I forget what you predicted the Broncos had like nine, seven, I'm not nine, seven, nine and eight or, Something like I, don't, that. I don't remember. I said I was going to be highly disappointed <laughs> in, in a bear to deal with if they're there. Well, they're four and eleven. Yeah. So, Gosh. I think the Dolphins have to win their next two in order for me to get their prediction right. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I had the Broncos over five hundred, but missing the playoffs. I had them making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. I got the Patriots for three. I uh, picked this game before I even saw Tua was in concussion protocol, and I still took New England, but only for one. Um, I think Dolphins can win in there even sure. with, and I don't think Mac Jones is very good. I think they should be able to. The good thing about Mac Jones is he's not going to run on you. I mean, Rodgers had probably 50 yards rushing on. They've been killed by mobile quarterbacks. That's a 39-year-old quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Mac Jones is slower than all get out, so hopefully that'll help. But uh, I just in New England, uh, Dolphins did win their last year and in the year before. They are they on a two game win streak there? No, I think they went to <laughs> two or three there. But uh, give me New England for one. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at the New York Giants. I'm thinking the Giants for 14, and I don't yeah. and I, I don't think the Giants are good. But this Colts team's done, done, done. I mean they are. Yeah. They are so closed out in season. It doesn't matter who's playing a quarterback. The offensive line stinks for how overly paid they are. That team looks so lifeless last night. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the game last night. Um, and, again, I made these picks before the game last night, but I only have the Giants for two. I thought maybe the Colts could keep it close, mainly because I don't believe in the New York Giants. Uh, but they're hanging around, and uh, they lost a heartbreaker on Saturday. Uh, New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. I got the Eagles for 13, even if Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Um, the home factor, they mm-hmm. went toe-to-toe with the Cowboys, one of the better teams in the league. I mean, New Orleans got a good win over the over the Browns, keeping them in it. But uh, if this game was in New Orleans, maybe I don't put so many confident points on it. But since it's in Philly, yeah, Eagles for 13. You have the Eagles for 14. Uh, Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Panthers control their own destiny. I got the Bucks for two. Um, they found a way to squeak it out in overtime against a lifeless, very injured Arizona Cardinal team, which J.J. Watt announced he's retiring today mm-hmm. after the season. So uh, good career for that first ballot Hall of Famer. And um, I don't know. I just think Tampa Bay finds a way to get it done yet again at home yeah. this week. It's going to be ugly, but they'll find a way. That division's awful. They mm-hmm. honestly shouldn't. Neither South division <laughs> should host a postseason game. Yeah. That's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. But – Taking Tampa Bay for 13 for some reason. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just I, I made that choice. Uh, Cleveland Browns at the Washington Commanders. Go with Commanders for nine here. Uh, Browns stink. Doesn't matter if Deshaun Watson's playing quarterback for him or not. That was a terrible trade. Um, give me the Commanders for 10. Uh, Jacksonville Jags at the Houston Texans. I got the Jaguars on the road for 15. <laughs> I only have why the not? Jags for five. Why not? Uh, yeah, I I don't believe in the Jags, even though Lawrence has played better or played well. I wouldn't even just say better. He's played really well mm-hmm. uh, recently, and they should get it done. But uh, on the road, who knows? That was one of my aggressive picks that I always just like to throw in there because I got to mm-hmm. go aggressive once in a while to have a chance to beat you. So. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Vegas Raiders. 
Take the Niners for 12. I don't know why I put so many on them, but I, I have the Niners for nine. Mm. Um, Vegas loses a heartbreaker when they're still in the postseason race, playoff race. Uh, seems like they could just kind of fold now. Mm. Uh, New York Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. Look like Mike White is back. Taking the Seahawks for six, but nothing would surprise me in this game. Seahawks are, have come back down to earth. And mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, they're going to get a top five pick. <laughs> uh, I have the Seahawks for eight. Um, yeah, Jets have fallen back to earth as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Got the Packers for four. Um, like I said, I think the Packers will win their last two games yep. at home, but I think it'll be a close one. I have the Packers for 12. It just it, it feels like the Packers are waking up, and I hate it and mm-hmm. haven't really believed in this Minnesota team all year, and they really haven't. The only way they've given me a reason to believe in them was going into Buffalo and winning. But other than that, I mean, they haven't really looked that great, even in their wins. Uh, Packers for 12. Uh, Rams at the L.A. Chargers, who clinched the playoff berth last night. Chargers for 11, but I will say Baker Mayfield's looked really good since he got to L.A. and He's been be better than if, Stafford. If Stafford's next pretty banged up, maybe he retires and Baker's the guy out there. If not, maybe Baker's done enough to get an opportunity maybe on the Jets or somebody. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe Baker's a good fit for McVay's system. Could be. Um, I'm taking the Chargers for 11 as well. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. Looks like Lamar is going to potentially play this week. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens for five in this one. I have the Ravens for four. Um, Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals. This could be a great Monday night game. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for this one. Um, two of the, I'd say two of the best three teams in the AFC. Agreed. Um, I'm taking Buffalo on the road for one. I'm taking Buffalo on the road for three. So I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, Bills haven't looked overly impressive recently, but they're still winning games. And I think... Well, uh, it's going to be, well, the Bengals are right there too, but it just feels like it's going to be Bills Chiefs again. Well, they've played in some of the worst weather conditions too. They have. Even they have. on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're finding ways to get wins, and that's all that matters right now because they want that one seed. They want to stay yeah. away from Kansas City, even though they've, they've proved they can beat Kansas City. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, is the Bengals. Already done once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bengals have proven they can't lose to the Kansas that's City. That's true. Uh, Collins, Collins injury for, uh, for Cincinnati could be a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Going down with the ACL and MCL. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to be a, another fun uh, fun week. Usually this would be the last week of the regular season, but last year when they extended it by a week, that's why we have two more weeks. Yep. Uh, I'm a big fan of 17 games. Mm-hmm. We had been so accustomed to the records, you know, 8-8, eight 9-7, and 10-6. Eight, and seven, ten and six. Uh, Feels like I'm already accustomed to 9-8, and 10-7, and 11-6 and six sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Doesn't take long for with the no. NFL to to put new things in place and get used to it. Just like when a NFL Sunday ticket moves to YouTube TV next mm-hmm. year, a couple of years it'll feel like it's been there forever. Which is I think a good move. Uh, the NFL will make so much more money doing yes. it this way. Um, I did too. Than having it exclusive with. I do TV. wish they would give you an option like the MLB extra innings, NHL center ice, and NBA. Uh, ticket i think it's called where you could just buy a team's a team yeah that would be nice but that would be yeah maybe maybe amazing um maybe eventually it 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 seems like they'd make equal amounts of money yeah or even more money because if i could get just bronco games plus the red zone i'm a happy perfect yeah Mm -hmm. that'd be perfect yep well, let's look back at this year that was 2022 in sports. It's been an interesting year this year. Um, I was trying to think of who my team of the year is for 2022, and I had to go back and even look up <laughs> who won some of the championships. <laughs> uh, off the top of your head, can you name of all the big sports the champions? Um, my team of the year has to be the George Bulldogs. They are um, my team of the year because um, they not uh, only won the championship in January, they're in the – College football playoff right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Georgia won. Yep. Football, football. playoff. Yep. Rams won. They were a very forgettable. That was a very forgettable Super Bowl. Even though it was a really good game. Um, it, was, it was a good game. Uh, Rams won that one. Kansas won. Uh, Down 15 and a half. People forget about yeah. that. Couldn't tell you who won the Masters. I don't remember. Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Um, another champion. Major League Baseball was Houston Astros. 
NBA was uh, Golden State got back right on top. Yes, yes, yes. Um, is there any other championships that I'm missing? No, I think you named them all. Yeah, Argentina yeah. won World Cup. Maybe. Yep. Also in golf, Matthew Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Open. Um, Cameron Smith won the Open or the British Open, and PJ Championship was Justin Thomas. Hmm. So I had to ask my dad off the top of my head because I couldn't, I couldn't remember who won the Open Championship. It was Cameron Smith. So, or no, I couldn't remember who won the U.S. Open. It was Matthew Fitzpatrick. Excuse hmm. me. Cameron Smith barely lost that one. Then he won the Open. Yeah, Championship. I, I remember Cameron Smith winning. That's, uh, that's one of my big storylines in 2022. Is you had the emergence of the Live Golf. Mm-hmm. which is now just continue to grow going into 2023, adding tournaments. Still don't have that lucrative TV deal yet. I think they eventually get it. But um, it is interesting. You know, it's it's changed the PGA Tour, the way they market. They're really – I saw a commercial the other day. They're really, like, trying to hound that the world's best players play on the PGA Tour. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the majors in 2023 because the Masters announced they will let the live guys play in the Masters. Mm-hmm. So just just the Masters, no other majors. Well, the only ma- the the only major that is uh, ran by the the PGA Tour actually mm. don't run any of the majors. Um, they all yeah. have different associations. Whether the PGA of America runs the PGA Championship, the USGA runs the US Open, the mm-hmm. RNA runs the Open Championship. But I gotta think for ratings and for you know the the value of play, they got to find a way to let all, all whoever play in the right. big four. Um, hopefully someday these two tours can agree to do business and they can both play and, you know, whatever, but we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting to keep, keep our eye on that. Um, how about athlete of the year for 2022 or athletes of the year for 2022? Um, athlete of the year. Why am I struggling to think? Lionel Messi is that his name? Yeah. Uh, winning uh, World Cup on World Cup kick. for the first time in his career. Yep. Yep. It's the only guy uh, Aaron, I can think of. Aaron Judge had a pretty good year. Yeah, good Yankees, year. Uh, home run paid. wise. Yeah, <laughs> he got, he paid, got a lot paid. of money. Battled himself and got paid. Uh, we saw some legends retire: Rafael Federer mm-hmm. and um, Serena Williams, both yeah. done in the world of tennis. Uh, Steph Curry had a pretty good year for Golden State uh, to get get them back there and to win it. Um, but yeah, there wasn't really that one athlete that took the year by storm. I would say Luka Doncic, maybe. Yeah, in yeah, the NBA, good one. Um, Major League Baseball. You said Aaron Judge. Um, NFL. I mean, we had that great year from Burrow last year, but I can't think yeah. of like a year from a guy that. Uh, wasn't expected. I mean, I think people thought Burrow could have a really good year, but I don't think there's right. a J- Jalen Hurts maybe uh, yeah. could be the yeah. guy. He's an, he's an MVP candidate, but um, yeah. I think my game of the year was the uh, playoff game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah, oh, for January. sure. That's one of the best was, playoff games ever. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other good games that I'm forgetting. Um, Tennessee, Alabama, and football was a pretty good that one. Was a good one. Uh, regular season game. Um, I'm People sure just don't a lot of remember forgetting. regular season games. No, even if they're like great, unless it's something unless like the the um, the Auburn Bama miracle. The kick, what was that the called? Kick six. Kick six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stuff yeah. like that. But unless it's your own fan fan base, you know, mm-hmm. or if you're part of that fan base, then you'll remember it. If if both teams were good, I think people would really remember that uh, Raiders Patriots game uh, true, from last true. from last week. But yeah. uh, people probably won't really remember it that much. Yeah, um, just yeah, because no implications from it. That's a good point. Well, let's take a look back at our twenty-two bull predictions for twenty twenty-two and see how we did. We'll start with yours first. Pull it up here on the screen for everybody watching live on the IC Sports Network and the Tan and J Man Show Facebook page. Number one, yours was the MLB and MLB. Uh, Player Association would come to an agreement by the end of January. That did not happen. It came, uh, I think, early March is when they uh, came to an agreement. You thought the Cubs would sign Carlos Correa or Trevor Story. They did not do either of those. Speaking of Carlos Correa, we still have four days left. Uh, His deal with the Giants has already been nixed. His deal with the Mets looks like it's going to be nixed. Maybe Cubs will come in there with a uh, one-year deal and – They'll stay alive. Oh, I will laugh so hard if that deal with the Mets is is next. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Which it's it's not looking good there. 
You said the Chicago Bulls would be the one seed in the Eastern Conference. That did not come to fruition. On my uh, thing, I had the Bulls would get the number one seed in the East, but lose in the playoffs early. Okay. Um, so I got, I got half that right. You did no. get it right that Aaron Rodgers would be a Packer come week one. You yep. uh, ignored all that buzz. Uh, you uh, thought only four Big Ten teams would make the NCAA tournament. Uh, a little and off my there. teams I have here were Michigan State, Ohio State, Illinois, and Purdue. Uh, Rutgers, Indiana, and Iowa all made it. Yeah, uh, and and Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I suck. <laughs> you thought we'd get a rematch of the previous year's Super Bowl? Um, you uh, did say the number one seed in the AFC would uh, not win a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Got that right. Yep. And you did get at least one wild card team would play in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just another year that you missed. Uh, Rory it's winning this the Masters. Year, man. <laughs> Uh, you thought Clemens, Bonds, and Ortiz would make the Hall of Fame. Ortiz One of did. those did. Yep. You thought Zach Thomas would make the NFL Hall of Fame. His time's coming. His time yeah. is coming. It might not happen this year, but it's going to happen. This was interesting. Mm-hmm. You were really close. You had Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, and Deshaun Watson all getting traded. Two of those yep. did. Kirk did not. You did have the Golden State Warriors win the NBA championships. So you got that right. You said Alabama would not play in the national championship game. Um, for this year, and you got that right because they missed the playoffs. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Ronald Acuna Jr. were your MVPs. I uh, got that wrong. Uh, San Francisco Giants not making the playoffs. You got that right. Uh, first time since 2017, you said no Big Ten basketball coaches would get fired. You got that right. They all got retained. You said every Big Ten West team would make a bowl game. Um, four of them did, but Nebraska and Northwestern did not. Uh, you said the Big Ten would have its first Heisman Trophy winner since 2006. You thought it would be uh, C.J. Stroud. Popular belief amongst mm-hmm. many. Did not happen as uh, Caleb Williams out in USC won it. You thought Joe Burrow would win the 2022 MVP. It hadn't been announced yet, but I already put that one in red because yeah. I don't think he's winning it. not happening. Uh, you did get it correct that no Big Ten teams would advance past the Sweet 16. Uh, Purdue and Michigan were the only two to get there. And couldn't That's get becoming the a pretty predictable it nowadays. is, unfortunately, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you thought the World Series would be uh, won by our neighbors to the north, the Toronto Blue Jays. But uh wasn't meant to be as the uh, Houston uh, Astros got it done. Mm-hmm. My bold predictions. I said the 2022 MLB season would not start on time, and I was correct. It started a little late. I said Big Ben Roethlisberger would retire, and he did. I also, along like along with you, uh, didn't believe all the Aaron Rodgers not being a Packer hype and said he'd be a Packer come week one. I said the ACC would have four or less teams in the NCAA tournament, and they did have four or less teams. Um, I said Purdue would be the only team from Indiana to make the NCAA tournament. I was wrong there, as Purdue, Indiana, and Notre Dame all made it. I said Russell Wilson would not be a Seattle Seahawk come week one. I was right on that, unfortunately. Looking back on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went on a stretch of uh, I started off pretty hot Then I got on a stretch of some bad ones here I said Peyton Manning would become a part owner of the Denver Broncos I'm still surprised he didn't become part owner mm-hmm. Along with Connor Lisa Rice, Lewis Hamilton and A few others that are I said a golf from the PGA Tour Would compete the great career grand slam uh, None of the major winners did that I said the Big Ten would have one team Make the final four Whiffed on that pretty badly I said Carson Wentz would be the Colts' starting quarterback come week one. He was not. He was starting quarterback for the Commanders as Matt Ryan was the starting quarterback for the Colts week one. I said Deshaun Watson would not play in 2022. A few weeks ago, he made his debut on the Browns, so that uh, got that one wrong. I said the Pacers would have a top five pick in the NBA draft. They had number six. Ooh. Or no, they did have a top five pick, didn't they? I have no idea. You're a Sonics fan. Or did they have a number? Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, I'll have to look that. Maybe they did have a top five. Uh, no, I think they were number six because I think the Pistons were number five and took Ivy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said 2022 would be Bill Belichick's last season. I guess I could still get that correct, but I mm-hmm. don't think it's going to happen, so I put it in red because we haven't heard anything. I yet. don't know. He's, he's looked pretty miserable here the yeah, past few yeah. weeks. I did get this one right, and I'm glad I got these next two right. Seattle Mariners would make the playoffs for the first time since 2001, and the Chicago White Sox would not make the playoffs. I thought 2022 would be Aaron Boone's last season as the Yankees manager. He is retained for 2023, so we got that wrong. I did get it correct that Purdue would win the Big Ten West. Uh, 2022 would be Tom Brady's last season. We don't know yet. 
so that one's not in red. I had that right for a little bit, and then he said, yeah. come back. Uh, so. I, th- I think it probably will be correct if he, if he ends up in Miami. So help me God. <laughs> I, I did get that Kenny, Kenny Pickett would be the first quarterback drafted in the 2022 NFL draft. I whiffed on Bryson DeChambeau winning the Masters. I only think he made the cut. I whiffed on Ricky Fowler winning the PGA uh, Tour tournament, but uh, spoiler alert, that's going to be on my 2023 predictions too. <laughs> and the NBA did not bring back the Seattle Supersonics, but Maybe next we year. still have hope. We still have hope as I'm showing my Seattle Supersonics hat that I got for uh, for Christmas. So fun to look back on those and see how bad, how bad we, we are. We whiffed, but already looking forward to making our 2023 predictions, and maybe we'll do all 23 next week. Who knows? We'll see how much probably we'll not talk about. Probably we'll not. probably probably break it up to give us content <laughs> yeah. for a few weeks, but uh, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see there. Well, we got about uh, a little less than 10 minutes left. Uh, do you want to talk about some uh, college hoops, college football, any anything like that? Uh, we can talk some hoops. All not right, much on college football. Uh, the only college football thing, I mean, amongst bowl games going on is uh. Purdue has a new quarterback, it looks like, for next year. Hudson Card transferred mm-hmm. from – registered sophomore transferred from t- Texas, which I was hoping that was going to be the news yesterday after the redshirt freshman Brady Allen entered the portal yesterday morning. I thought maybe that means somebody's coming in, and it looks like that's the case because, you know, guys just don't want to compete anymore. Right. So – and maybe Brady goes down to Louisville. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. There's a rumor Jack Plummer's going to go to Louisville. Because he's in the portal from California, yeah, which I'm like, goodness. Brom benched him first off, so that would be Yeah, why would he go to Louisville? I don't know. I don't know if Brom would want him. I know. We will see. So even though he was a Brom recruit. um, But, yeah, I don't have any other college football notes. Uh, I mean, uh, we could go through and predict the bowl games, but they're so hard to predict with people opting out. Uh, Let's just go ahead and talk about college football. Or or we could predict um, the playoff games, I guess. Yeah, we could do that. Um, we have uh, TCU Michigan, Michigan. Saturday. Like yeah, Michigan gets Michigan. done pretty handily, and then uh, Georgia Ohio State. I think Georgia gets done, but I think it's closer than a lot of people think. I think it's going to be a real close game. In fact, this will be the J Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. It will be a Georgia Michigan battle here in a few weeks for the national title. I think Georgia will smack whoever they play, but uh, I, I just I think it'll be Georgia Michigan. I think Michigan's more likely to win than Georgia. Um, on Saturday, but uh, J Man's Book Bridge Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto Business Renters Workers Comp and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219 His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. It would be something if we got TCU Ohio State Championship, though. That would be kind of cool. That would be yeah. kind of cool. Or Michigan Ohio State. That'd be pretty cool. Too. I hate the college football national championship game. It is four and a half hours long. I have not seen it to the final buzzer in the fourth quarter in eight years. I would wow. say haven't, haven't watched the end of it. Cause it's so long. It is long. Uh, I am on central time now, which makes it easier, but still, yeah. Um, it is long. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I would kind of like, as a Big Ten fan, the Ohio State-Michigan rematch would be pretty fun. It'd All the fun. stakes on the line. and it wouldn't. Sh- if that happens, if that happens, I'll go on record Ohio State beats them. If that Agreed. happens. I was going to say, I think Michigan would rather play Georgia <laughs> yeah. than play Ohio yeah. State again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, college hoops, um, not a good week for your line eye. That was uh, an no. ugly uh, rivalry game against Missouri. They are in trouble. Um there's no chemistry all of a sudden. They had one assist in the first half to 10 turnovers. Um, a lot of one-on-one stuff, and it's affecting their defense now. Um, it's been ugly, and they they, they got to figure it out quick. Or uh, it could be a rough Big Ten play. I don't think many people thought that. I think on paper they are the most talented team in the Big Ten, too, uh, from a pure talent standpoint. And uh, – Something's missing. They they just don't have a leader. They don't have a Trent Frazier walking through that door, or Demonte Williams, or even Kofi uh, walking through that door. And uh, they they need more out of Coleman Hawkins. Um, Matthew Myers played well lately. Terrence Shannon was better against Missouri. Um, point guard situation with those freshmen has been bad here the past few weeks. Um, something happened when they beat Texas in overtime. I don't know what, but. Uh, it's been ugly, so they need a get-right game this week against Beth Hune-Cookman, try to get everything out of their system before Big Ten play starts back up. 
they're 18 to 22-year-old kids and read the press clippings. And we're told how good they are when they walk around mm-hmm. campus. Yes, so. and having 10 newcomers or whatever it is, it's... Uh, yeah, it's yeah, life I of the thought, portal. Yeah, man, they they almost did <clears throat> the wrong thing and were really good early. And then uh, they kind of hit a wall here. And uh, Underwood's proven he's a good enough coach. He can get him out of it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's got to happen. Got to happen yep. soon, or it's going to be a long one. His last week in non-conference. Mm-hmm. And then Big Ten play starts. Uh, yep. yeah, Purdue plays Florida A&M. Thursday should get past them. And they haven't lost a non-conference game since 2020. Longest stretch in the nation because they lost to Rutgers in December last year, but that was a conference game. Mm-hmm. So uh, should get past them. And then they got a pretty stuff, tough stretch next week. They got three games. They have Rutgers at home and then at Ohio State and at Penn State at the mm-hmm. Plethora or whatever you call that. Not the Bryce Jordan Center. So, oh, okay. In uh, Philly. Which is smart by them. Your students aren't in school. Move a game to a different yeah. place. So smart by them. So that's that could be a rough week. But, uh, yeah, um, ready for Big Ten play. Um, Indiana, Xavier Johnson's out with a broken foot. Mm-hmm. Um, Trace Jackson Davis that hurts is set, them bad. He's, he's set out two games in a row due to what I want to say load management. Giving them a break, it sounds like. Uh, which, you don't hear that in college basketball. Either. I know, yeah, that's kind of what they're saying it yeah, is. That's um, well, I guess they do weird. have an NBA head coach. But, uh, yeah, he needs to wake up a little bit on the yeah, sidelines. Sleepy. sleepy Mike there. But uh, Iowa had a horrendous loss. Horrendous um, loss. Horrendous loss. Um, Big Ten's interesting right now. It's a, it's a wild, yeah. wild conference right we, now. Uh, we went from even just three weeks ago, I'm like, man, is Big Ten really good now? I was like, I don't think the Big Ten's that good. <laughs> yeah, uh, switched pretty quickly with Iowa falling off, and yep. Michigan's look bad. Michigan State's look bad. Maryland's starting to fall off. Illinois's yep. falling off. Um, yep. Indiana's falling off a little bit. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Yeah, uh, we'll we, see here in the next few weeks. We do have a Big Ten game on um thursday and that's iowa at nebraska uh i think iowa gets it done but it's close if chris murray does not play nebraska will beat him yeah um i haven't heard anything on chris murray though so i don't even have a prediction because of that i'm I'm taking the cop out yes you are um friday night we don't have any big 10 game uh big 10 teams playing each other i should say there are three games but uh, no Big Ten matchups. Nothing on Saturday. And then nope. Sunday we have uh, my computer loads. Is that when Purdue plays Rutgers? I they play Monday. They play Monday. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. We and have, programming uh, note real quick. The TNJ Man Show next week will be Tuesday yes. once again. Then the following uh, week we'll get back on our Monday schedule. We have Maryland at Michigan. I'll take Michigan. Give me Michigan as well. Iowa at Penn State. I'll take Penn State. Give me Penn State as well. Ohio State at Northwestern. Why not Northwestern? I'll Give me Ohio teams. State just to be different. Yeah. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Dame Landing, whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand bread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail. Dame Landing's place to be lit. Dame Landing's Bar Grill, located on beautiful Lake Marital, focuses on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious beers with one of their sixteen or delicious food with one of their sixteen beers on tap. Constant rotation of today's best microbrews and best flavors. Our handcraft cocktail man using fresh ratings. Taking the fantastic views like Manton, the beer garden, or outdoor bar area. Whether we boats or wheels, Dame Landing's place to be located. 1305 Union Road in Rochester. And we appreciate them being the main sponsor of the TNJ Man Show for uh, not only 2022, but also last year in 2021. Yes. All right, J-Man. Drum roll. The time has come for the birdie or bogey, the last one of 2022. The Buccaneers had a 19-16 victory. It was Tom Brady's 14th career win in an overtime game, including the playoffs, tying what quarterback for the most all time? I have no idea. Um, 14 overtime wins. Um, Who got to overtime a bunch? (laughs) Um, somebody that played a long time, uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, good guess because he always played a long time, did a lot of things. But we are tied for 2022. You are getting a bogey, yeah. my friend. Any other guesses to throw out there? Um, Ben Roethlisberger. Another good one, but no. I have no idea. I literally have no idea. Drew Brees. Drew Brees, really? Drew Brees. Seems, seems like he was always losing the heartbreak. I know. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But people forget yeah, he played a lot question. of them in San Diego, too. 
People always I, forget I about San Diego career. I was going to say, so. I never even remember San Diego It seemed days. like he was in a lot of overtime games out there. So. Yeah. Thanks for watching the final episode of 2022 here at the Tan and J-Man Show. We will be back at it next Tuesday, a week from today, with some bold predictions. We don't know how many we're going to give you, but we're going to give you some. Have a fantastic week, everybody, and we'll be back at it 